Hi everybody and welcome to a very special episode of RBTV. I'm going to be narrating my latest short story, The Old Man and the Toad, just for Halloween, just for you guys. Without any further ado, here we go. It was the 31st of October 2021, a night full of ghouls and goblins in more way than one. My wife had gone to sleep and my daughter long gone to bed. All was dark and quiet when a voice all around me said, Listen to me, young man of the earth, for I have a tale that you need to hear. Paralysed by fear from this omnipresent voice, I sat still, but eventually plucked up the courage to ask, But who, what, and where are you? The voice paused for a moment and said, You know me by many names, but you can call me the Crypt Keeper. And on this special night, where the realms of the living and the dead are so closely intertwined, please join me for a tale, if you'd be so kind. The wind howled all around me, the doors and windows creaked. I felt I had no choice but to hear the demon speak. Crack on then, I said. Not far from this very land, there is a rather large pond, which brings with it some wildlife, of which I know you're fond. It was a rather overcast day in the middle of the afternoon, when a rotund man was out for a stroll. Under his voice, he was muttering about how his wife made him walk. He was on a diet, you see, under doctor's orders for his heart. This he didn't like. He wanted to eat steak and mash. There's nothing wrong with a hearty British meal, he grumbled, to no one but himself. He walked and walked for what felt like an eternity, but it had actually only been two minutes. He was so bloody hungry. He'd only had toast for breakfast, instead of the usual, eggs, bacon and three sausages. His stomach was rumbling and rumbling when he caught sight of a toad by the path. A rather big one too. As he got closer to it, it was making a noise similar to the noise his stomach was making. He moved closer and the big fella didn't spook. He leaned down until it was next to him and the toad said, Eat me. Startled, he jumped back and looked at the toad. He looked around the pond to see if anybody else had noticed, but there was not another soul in sight. He leant back down to the toad and sure enough again it said, Eat me. His stomach rumbled with his mouth agape in shock. The toad leapt up and in one swift movement jumped straight into his mouth, down his throat, and with one large gulp, our rotund friend, partly in shock, swallowed the talking toad whole. Confused and startled, the fat man stood, his belly no longer rumbling. His hunger had subsided now that he'd swallowed a toad whole. For the first time since his toast, he felt rather calm. He turned back on himself and strolled to the car. He'd sit there for 20 minutes, he thought so that by the time he got home his wife would think he'd been for a decent stroll. As he plundered through the door of his bold country home, the fat man burped. It was a rather toad-like sound. His wife shouted from the kitchen, Honey, is that you? The fat man responded gruffly, Hello, darling. He sat down at his couch and flicked on his TV. He aimlessly channel-hopped, until he found an old sitcom with young enough women on display for him to daydream about. As the canned laughter filled the dusty living room, a fly caught the man's attention. Its buzzing was incessantly loud. It was as if it was in his own head. He couldn't take his eyes off it. It was all of a sudden all-consuming all around him. All he could think about was this damn fly. The buzzing grew louder and louder until whack! His wife stood there, fly swatter in hand, looking smug. She said, You're dribbling. Clean yourself up before dinner, my love. Out of his days, he looked up fumbled around in his pocket for a handkerchief and wiped his chin. As he pulled his hand down from his face, he thought his hand had almost a transparent green tint to it. It must be the light, he thought to himself. 
Sitting at the dinner table, he looked across to his wife, her jowled face staring back at him, expectant, grinning. He looked down at his plate. Some green leaves, spinach probably, accompanied by white rice and some chicken breast, smothered in sweet chilli sauce. If he wasn't being forced to eat it, it could have been something he'd enjoy. But right now, being forced to eat it, he felt like throwing the bowl right across the table, right into his smug little wife's face. A spider appeared, crawling across the table towards his right hand. Without thinking, he smashed it flat with his palm, scooped it up and shoved it into his mouth. You see what you make me do? I've resorted to eating fucking spiders. He slammed his hand against the table so hard his wife jumped. Her mouth agape in shock, she just stared at him. I'm going in the bath. Bring me some mud, he barked. He wasn't sure why, but he needed some mud. He creaked up the stairs, opened the old wooden door to his bathroom and began running the bath. He didn't want it too warm. His skin felt thick and insulated anyway. Just room temperature would do. Where was his wife with his fucking mud? Water running. He began taking his clothes off. His white checked shirt, belt, braces, trousers and socks. He felt immediate relief. Clothes, he thought. Stifling stupid clothes. He was too hot anyway. His thick skin would do. He might never wear clothes again. The water ran clear, but as he stepped into his bath, his skin looked a green colour. Probably nothing, just a trick of the light. Where was his fucking mud? He bathed, and he found that breathing was easier using the lower part of his throat. It felt much more natural that way. Why hadn't he done that more often? It felt so much easier. He breathed deeply before letting out an ungodly belch. So loud he didn't know where it came from. Then all he could think of is, Where is my mud? He heard timid footsteps coming up the stairs. Dear, oh my dear, are you okay in there? Yes, I'm fine. I just want my bloody mud. But what for? Why do you need mud? I can just make you a smoothie, his wife said. Mud, he said with finality. The door began to click open. Don't bother coming in unless you have my mud. Oh, don't be like that. I just want to see you. She opened the door out wide and froze at the sight of her husband. He no longer resembled her husband. There was still something there. But what was now in front of her was monstrous. A big, fat, green, slimy monster. His eyes had bulged out to the side of his head and turned a yellowy colour. His large throat was involuntarily moving back and forth. He barely fit in the tub. He looked almost reptilian. She was welded to the spot, her mouth agape. No bloody mud, he croaked. He rose out of the bath. His wife was frozen stiff in the doorway, staring back at him. He felt huge. He was huge, towering over his wife. He opened his mouth as big as he could. She was screaming now as he swallowed her whole. Now he could eat all of the flies he wanted. He turned to leave the bathroom to get outside and into the mud. As he did, he caught sight of himself in the mirror. In his reflection, staring back at him, was a rather large toad. And that is the man and the toad. The illustration that you might have seen to go along with this was done by my good friend Curtis Robinson. 
He's a boss tattoo artist, goes by the handle Evils across all platforms. Make sure you go and follow him, do all that lovely stuff. And thanks for taking the time to listen. It's been quite fun um, getting this down on paper and then attempting to, to narrate it as well. So appreciate you getting this far. Some uh, more podcasts with actual guests coming soon. Thanks very much.